Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. This is Angie Everhart, and you're listening to two people who drink more beer than I drank blood in Bordello of Blood, the number one uncensored show about beer, boobs, and political incorrectness. This is Drinking, dir- dir- drinking Dirty in Jersey. Cheers, baby. Angie Everhart, <laughs> and uh, welcome to uh, Drinking Dirty in Jersey live on LA Talk Radio. And uh, even though right now here in New Jersey we are getting nailed by the snow apocalypse, um, we are here, drinks in hand, in our snowsuits, ready to put on an awesome show as always for you guys. Snow money, snow problems. That's right. And That's right. Uh, joining us tonight, uh, first of all, will be Merv's famous Bloody Mary mix, a uh, a Bloody Mary mix that uh, I'm very excited to uh, to try. Um, and apparently, it's one of the best in the country. So, so I'm super psyched to talk to him. Uh, we also have a Bloody Mary mix taste test going on tonight, where we have five different Bloody Mary mixes, including Merv's, where we're going to blind taste test them all and see which one is the best. Which means by 10:45 at the end of the show, we are going to be, be we're going to going to be, be barely even to uh, finish the show. Right. So, um, be slurring and stuff. It's all good. <laughs> Good. But uh, joining us uh, live on the line right now is someone who's probably not buried in snow because I believe she's out in L.A. Um, and probably out to some nice weather. And that's uh, out in L.A. And that's TV host, producer, uh, and entertainment reporter Stuart uh, Brazel. How you doing, Stuart? I'm good, Brazzle, like razzle dazzle, and it is 65 degrees. I'm dying over here. Ah, oh. that's awesome. So jealous. <laughs> We have, uh, what do we have, 16 inches of snow right no, now? No, 20. 20 inches and si- of snow. And six-foot drifts. So, and yeah. six-foot drifts that were buried right here. See, with. I went to college in upstate New York in Ithaca, and that's why I got oh, the hell that- out of there, you guys. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> that, was like, that was like a daily thing for you then in the wintertime. Yeah, oh, especially. my gosh. Honestly, I graduated college early because of it. <laughs> well it's okay all my coworkers are in la right now too and they're all like posting all over stuff like sucking and like you know like hey oh it's so sunny i'm like i hate all of you right now <laughs> oh Seriously. my god i know if it gets to be like 70 degrees we break out our sweaters we're like it's so cold i need like a like some red wine or like some mold wine in a fireplace <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, j- j- just to get into you a little bit, I mean, tell our audience a little bit about yourself and uh, and, and what you're all about. Yeah. So I am a TV host, entertainment reporter, like you said. I host a really fun show right now called Drinking with the Stars for mm-hmm. the rap. So it's super fun. Basically, we just film like in different L.A. hotspots. I just drink with the celebs. We might drink a little craft beer. We might do like mixology we might just keep it simple do vodka soda and just sometimes it's really great to get these people off of the red carpet off of where they're used to talking and getting a more real interview and you know alcohol Mm -hmm. never hurts that 
And so I do that, and I also have my own, like, website blog where I post about stuff called stewardstuds.com. And then I also am co-founder of a really cool women's website called dirtyand30.com. And we mm-hmm. love to talk about wine, drinking. We throw like wine parties and get the girls together. And we're all we're always up to no good. So I try to between all of that, I keep it busy. And it's kind of funny that I'm doing this right now because I just spent all day at the LA Fit Expo around like a bunch of meatheads. And the first thing I wanted to do when I got off of work is I've got a little uh, Allagash Caro going on. So I was like, I got to nice. get away from the protein shakes, and I need myself a good beer. Nice, 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 nice. Now, um, and, that, and that's awesome. That you know, that's what we do. We, um, you know, everybody we interview, we, you know, we 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 drink and have a good time with them. And I think it opens up people more. And people are are you know, it's always a better interview that way because it relaxes people. It kind of gets rid of uh, you know any kind tension of uh, tension stuff like that. So, um, so it's always a good yeah, way. Yeah, you want to make them forget that they're being interviewed, and you want to talk like to them and get the get the PR stuff like out of it. Like, oh, my publicist told me I should. Say X, Y, and Z. It's like screw that. You already told everybody else that. Let's talk about something else. Let's tell me something that everybody doesn't know. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. And actually, what um what got my attention uh, on you actually is I saw a post. Um, I don't know if it was a couple weeks ago or whatever it was, but uh, that you were drinking at eleven a.m. in the morning. I think it was a Pabst mm-hmm. Blue Ribbon at the time, and I saw that. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I, I gotta get I gotta get her on the show because yeah, <laughs> somebody's that's drinking so funny. that. Uh, I never, I never say no to a PBR. It was the first beer I ever had. I feel like it's still a solid choice. And here in LA, the hipsters love it. Yes, they do. They love the hipsters. Love that beer anywhere you go. I mean, we're we're out close yes. to New York. So. We're close to Hipster Central over here by yeah. Brooklyn, so yeah, no, I know that. And I'm a big PBR fan too. And you know, we the doing the b- kind of beer show we do where we promote a lot of the craft beers and you know uh, beers that aren't like the the popular beers like the Budweiser and and like Pabst Ribbon PBR is actually the only beer that I can still drink that is a kind of a well, main yeah, like the PBR beer. like uh, family like Lone Star, you know, uh, yeah, old, old style, style. <laughs> yeah, beers like that. So. Um, I can still drink without uh, getting too much, um, you know, too much shit from uh, our fan base, I should say. Right. No, uh, totally. You're like, it's it's sessionable and it doesn't taste too much like water and people think it's still cool. (laughs) Right. Oh, that and Narragansett is the other one. Narragansett. (laughs) Yeah, Narragansett. The other hipster beer. The other hipster beer. Yes, the other one. Stuart, do you have, um, I, I know you just mentioned PBR, but do you have like a, a favorite beer uh, right now, like a go-to beer? Like if you were to choose any beer, uh, that would be the one? Oh, gosh. You know, I go, I'm always like trying new stuff. If they have, if I'm just like, you know, if it's a happy hour and I just want something pretty easy, Allagash White, like I love Allagash. Allagash White, hipsters also okay. love that. It's always good. But I've been really playing around with more saisons lately. Um I like a couple of different ones. I feel like there's some stuff in New York that I like. What do you guys have? What's one of the breweries over in Brooklyn? No, Omega Gang. They put out a good saison. Do you guys ever drink that? Omega Gang? Omega Gang, yeah. Yeah. Omega Gang, yeah. They're the ones actually that make the Game of Thrones beer. Right. Um, all the Game oh, of I Thrones haven't stuff. had that. Yeah, they, they make one for every, uh, what is it, almost every house of Game well, of they, Thrones? Well, yeah, they and- come out with like... And for every season, they come out with a new one, and like they had a blonde, they've had a stout, they've had a red ale that was like spicy for like the Targaryens. Um, right, and nice. then the stouts were like the Starks, I think. No, the or... stout was the take the black was the 
the wall. Oh, okay. We actually okay. have it over there. <laughs> but no, and then the Lannisters were like the was like the Blondale. Then they did some other one that we haven't had that was sitting in our kitchen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they do like nice. it's awesome, and the bottle's really cool. And so yeah, they yeah. do like. I think it's like once a once a season, once or twice a season they do. Yeah, one. they come out with those Game of Thrones well, beers. But. Yeah, I wonder if we get any of those. I'll have to look into that. Like what I've been really into is I like the like I like things that are aged. Like there's this place in LA and I'm I met the woman that she's been doing this forever. It's called Lady Face Ale. And I met her at LA Beer Week and she did this just insane like farmhouse ale that she aged in Sauvignon Blanc barrels. It was just insane. Oh, wow. If you like sour, if you don't like sour, your your face will just cringe like a lemon. But I was crazy for it. Yeah, I'm a sour freak. He hates it. Yeah, Cassie loves the sours. I'm I'm not a big oh, fan of sours. Love I it. love, love, love. It's so funny because the first time I tasted the sour, it's like, what is this? And then it's just like one of those things that it grows on you. And now I'm like, it's it not sour enough. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I just never agreed with uh, with with my taste buds, the sours. So I just never got into it. But you mentioned saisons before. Saison is my thing. I and love saisons are very close to sours if you if it's they the right are thing. yeah. Yeah, it's very close, but it doesn't have that tangy sour taste right. to them. Um, so yeah, so I so I don't know. Um, but it's another day, thing. It's like day. people that if they no totally if they aren't familiar too, like a lot of these like the sours, the saisons, like they can have they can kick you in the butt. You know, they're up there at like nine, ten ABV sometimes. So if I take a friend drinking with me and they think they're just drinking beer, it's like no, honey, that's not three <laughs> like, percent. Right. You can't chug these. You, you've got some alcohol going in there. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Um, just a little bit more about you. I, I was just doing uh, some research on you, and um, it looks like your first, and correct me if I'm wrong, but your first job in the entertainment industry uh, was with E! News Live as a production assistant. Um, like, kind of like it what was. Catherine, yeah, like what Catherine Hyde did. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a great, you know, it's such a good way to, like, come. Well, first of all, it was hilarious. So I did an internship at E! Summer before my senior year at Ithaca, uh-huh. And, like, I'd never even thought about moving to L.A. And, like, then I did this internship, and I was like, no way. You can wear heavy on a flip-flop, like, every day of the week, all year long. Like, and coming from such intense weather in Ithaca, like, I actually graduated early and came out. Like, I'd been interning, and they had a job open up. So, like, my second semester of my senior year, I was already working. So I was, like, the person that got there first. Mm-hmm. I would go through all of the trades and all of the news and get everything ready so that in the news meeting we could talk about, like, what was important, what we should talk about in the show. And it's such a great way. Like, if anyone is interested in working in TV, working in film, like, you got to pay your dues and you work as a PA because you get to do everything and you right. get to respect everyone's position and how hard it is and how hard everyone mm-hmm. works and also gets to let you know what you like and what you enjoy doing. Right, right. The money's um, crap, but the experience is great. The experience is everything. Just so you kind of get feet wet, and you yeah. kind of like get you know understand the business <clears throat> a little bit, and uh, and kind of give you a good idea of of, of where you're going. Um, now, totally. When, yeah, when you worked at E, um, if you said anything bad about the Kardashians, were you in fear of that you may be taken out? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. It's so funny because, like, the Kardashians are kind of like this line in Hollywood. Like, I have some places because I'm freelance. So it's like I still do stuff for E. I've done, like, E! True Hollywood Stories talking about reality. And it's like you go in and I'll – first thing I see is just Kardashians everywhere. So I would not ever talk 
poorly about a Kardashian because they make that network a ton of money. And, you know, obviously Ryan Seacrest produces it and you don't want to mess with. I feel like if you attack a Kardashian, in some ways you're almost attacking Ryan Seacrest and he has his hand in way too many pots to piss Mm. him off. I mean, now he's doing NBC shows with Jennifer Lopez. So it's like, you don't want to mess with him. And then other places in L.A., like if you say anything, like you can't even say the name. It's like a band name. People hate them so much. Like they refuse to speak about them and they absolutely despise them. So it's it's very, it's like either one or the other. There is no in between. Right, right. Definitely, definitely. No, they're all over the place. You can't look anywhere without seeing news on a Kardashian uh, this, that. Oh my God. But now it's like everything's just Kylie Jenner, Kylie Jenner. It's like no one cares about the Kardashians. I know they put out that app and everyone was jealous because Kylie's app sells the most. Now everyone wants that freaking lip plumping kit and she's selling out of it. And it's like <laughs> people, she got plastic surgery. She had her chin right. shaved down. She completely changed her face. It's not the freaking lip plumper. It's her lips well, well, are completely I mean, fake. If, if you ask the Kardashians, they, they didn't get it. Any kind of surgery ever. I mean, their butts are naturally that big and their lips are naturally. Well, it's funny because they go and they get these like, you know, they go and show, oh, I didn't get a butt implant. But what they're doing is they're injecting fat in their ass. So, no, that's not going to show up on an x-ray. It's fat. They're taking their own fat and putting it back in their ass. No, you can't. Of course, they're going to do whatever they can. Right, it's not like it's not like the the, the fake boobs of the silicon. You're you're injecting your no, own. No, it's into not like I, I would like Nicki Minaj to get her butt X-rayed. I'm very curious what that would show. <laughs> yes, dude, I I saw a picture of her the other day on the internet. Um, it it kind of went viral a little bit, but uh, she was doing a concert and she was sitting down on a stool, and the way her butt looked, like connected to the rest of her body, just looked. It didn't look human. Like it looked like an alien. Her butt's ridiculous. Though. Yeah, it just. It, no, it so I like. I don't even know how she sits on that thing. <laughs> me neither. Me neither. And hey, hey, don't get me wrong. I'm a butt guy. So this whole butt revolution <laughs> thing, it kind of gets me gets me excited. But over the top is just ridiculous. Like Nicki Minaj's butt is just over the top. Yeah, just way over the. But top. But it's like at the same time, it's like these days women that are in the music industry, that's a female MC, a female this. It's almost like if you want to be taken seriously, you got to have a big old ass. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. I mean, God, how times change. That used to not be the case at right. all. <laughs> used to not to be the case no. at all. No. <laughs> and it's like, you can't achieve that kind of booty doing squats. Let's be honest. <laughs> no way. No way. They need a little assistance. <laughs> yes. <no>. Yeah. <laughs> um, now you also do, um, you know, speaking of celebrities and stuff, you also do like the, a lot of the red carpet awards. Like, um, you do oh, the Oh, gosh, yes. Yes, so I, many I, everything I from yeah movies, uh, TV, music, everything, and and live red carpet shows are really it, there's nothing like it. It's like it's you can be live for so long, but it feels like a minute, and then you're like, what just happened? It's the craziest thing and the most fun thing. I love live red carpet shows. <laughs> Who was the most uh, Who was the most famous person that you uh, that you ever interviewed, or the most excited you were to interview a particular person? Like, who was it? Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio! Wow, Leonardo DiCaprio, that's awesome. I think I'd be like not able to talk. <laughs> I literally like I was like, the girl that I was like stalking the movie store when Titanic came out, and I made sure that there was like a cardboard cutout with him doing the "I'll never let go." It was like the two of them from the front of like when they did that scene and I made sure I got that and took it home. Like I'm a Titanic freak. 
So at this point in my career, like it, it takes a lot to make me nervous. But like with him, I was like, oh, I saw him and I was like, he's coming. But then like he was, you know, so many people you interview and you have such high expectations. If it's someone that you're like really personally a fan of or that you, uh-huh. you just get, you know, you get excited. You're like, oh, I think they're so awesome. I hope that when I talk to them, they're as awesome as I think they are. And with him, he it did. He wanted to be there. He was so engaged. He locked eyes. He listened to my questions. He was so well spoken, eloquent, sexy. You just want to like jump in his arms and make out with him. Like he is awesome. Well, he probably didn't freak out uh, when you touched him because you're not Lady Gaga. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. he probably is, i mean it's crazy with those memes it's like you just do one thing these days and then instead of you winning a golden globe and her winning a golden globe it just becomes about the way that he looked at her right 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 and i just think it was coincidental like he just didn't really see who it was no and he felt like this thing with her dress like him yeah and he's like yeah, I don't think he's grossed <laughs> like, out by her at all. So, um, well, I, he also, it's like, what did they do? They gave Leonardo DiCaprio the worst seat in the house. He got bumped every time someone walked yeah. by. Like, why did they do that to him? Yeah, especially a big star like that. I mean, that's just that's just just crazy. I think you get prime time seating, right? I don't know, like put like Burt Reynolds there or something like that. <laughs> Burt Reynolds, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> there. Um, I, I, you know, he, I, I agree with everybody when they say that he's been snubbed a lot of times for, um, for, for like a for an Oscar. So I hope this year he finally gets it for uh, the Revenant. For the Revenant. Yeah. Um, Have you guys definitely. seen it? Uh, no, we haven't seen it. So I, I, I do want to see it. Well, first of all, because I think it's going to be a great movie. But second of all, I really want to clarify whether or not he gets raped by the bear. He does not get raped by the bear. <laughs> he does I did not hear. get raped by the bear. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, that. like, the fight goes on so long. That's why I think it's really funny that Jonah Hill parodied the bear. Because I kept on being like, how, lo- how much longer is this? Like, just enough already. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, I love Titanic too, which I think it's it's very sad that um, last week, uh, with you know, with everybody that's just passing away from cancer, you have Celine Dion's husband um, that died. He, he passed away from cancer too. Um, Renee, yeah, whatever. so whatever his name is, but you know, <laughs> I, I was I was always kind of I always thought it kind of heartfelt that she actually married a survivor of the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> yes, her heart really does go on. No, apparently his didn't. <laughs> well, I just... know, it's sad, but you know what, on on the real it's sad because then her brother died like two days later. Right. Yes, which is which is <sighs> terrible, which is terrible. I don't wish that on anybody. That's terrible. Um No, but it actually... is interesting that it's that we go through these like all of a sudden it's like you know, David Bowie and then it was like it just kept going. Right. In the past couple of weeks. I mean, we were talking about this last week on the show. You had David Bowie, you had Lemmy um, that just died also of cancer. Um, you know, uh, who else am I missing? You, you also had the uh, uh, Alan Rickman, Glenn Camp, uh, the guy from the Eagles. What's his name? Glenn Frey. He didn't die from cancer. He didn't die from cancer. Oh, it wasn't cancer, no. but still, I mean, like complications to, to have all these people just pass away um, in the matter of a couple of weeks is just pretty crazy. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Yeah. Hans. From I Dyer. know. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, I hope yeah. it'll stop now. It's like, usually they say these things come in threes, but this has been way too many. It's yeah. It's been like tens. I mean, let's, yeah. uh, you know, 
Um, yeah, what, actually, one thing I want to get into, too, uh, real quick is just uh, you casted uh, multiple seasons of over 10 hit reality shows. Um, oh, yeah. Including one of me and Cassie's favorites of all time that we used to watch all the time together, which Rock of Love with Michaels. <laughs> that was the best love show that. Show. Um, <laughs> now, um, you actually, uh, and you actually, you're actually like a go-to uh, reality expert for, and you've been on shows like Larry King, Headline News, Extra, uh, the CBS Early Show. Um, most people feel that these days that reality TV is uh, is all scripted. Do you, is, is that is there any truth to that, or do you disagree with that? I mean, it's reality TV at this point, now that we're, what, like 15, 20 years into it, it can be very, I wouldn't call it scripted. I would call it very heavily produced. So it's kind of like, let's say you and I are having a conversation. They like something or they like where the conversation is going to go. They're going to really heavily steer us. And I go, oh, Stuart, can, can you say that again? But can you say it like this? And then all of a sudden it's, no, it is not. You're just taping people interact. It's very heavily produced. And you uh-huh. can tell when the girls, like if you watch The Bachelor, like right now, you can tell when the girls are being fed, like the one-liners, when they go like, ah, oh, he's my prince. Tr-. Like they say something so stupid, and someone wrote that. Like they did not just come up with that. Like in the right. confessional, we call them OTF. So it's like on the fly. So it's when you grab the girls and you're having these one-on-ones. That stuff is very heavily produced. They will tell them, say this say that and the girls just want so badly to get the hell out of there they're just going to do whatever they want because they don't want to be there anymore gotcha gotcha so so it's just kind of like a puppet master kind of controlling it but giving, like kind of like giving totally. suggestions uh you know you should do this you should do that uh, yeah it's like you're not going to give them a script like you say this you say that it's going to be more <laughs> like you're going to produce like all right you girls are going to go to brunch today like if it's a housewife thing i mean a lot of times these girls like, they're, they really are like that, but you're going to control the situation. You know you want some drama, so you're going to make sure they're drinking the wine. You're going to make sure it's late. Right. You're going to make sure, you know, you keep everything flowing. And when you're pulling them aside, you might go, oh, did you hear Candy said this? Like, as a producer, my favorite show, you guys need to watch this. It's Unreal on Lifetime. Um, what's it called? Unreal? Unreal. Unreal. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's like it's it's like a, a scripted, an actual scripted series, but it's about the making of a show like The Bachelor. Right. Yeah, Sherry Appleby mm. starts. It is freaking genius, and it's so dead on. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we got to check that out. We got to check that out. Um, but but awesome, Stuart. We really appreciate you calling in. Um, you've been a very interesting guest. Uh, we love talking to you. We have a lot in common with you, and uh, we're going to continue to promote you on our website. Um, and, uh, and and awesome, Stuart. Thank you very much. Do you have anything that you want to promote or plug um, uh, before we let you go? Just be sure to check out, if you guys are drinkers, keep your eyes on therap.com. It's an awesome website covering, like, the business of Hollywood, and that's where you can catch all the episodes of Drinking with the Stars. Nice. And follow me uh, at Stuart Brazel pretty much for everything, and check out my website, stewardsays.com, and you can see where I'm going to be and when that is going to happen. But this is so much fun. You guys stay, stay warm and stay safe. Yeah, we will. We will. Thank you very much, and enjoy that 65-degree weather. <laughs> I will. Cheers, guys. Bye. All right, Stuart. Thank you. Mendez out. All right, folks. That was Stuart. I'm sorry. What, how do you pronounce it? Razzle. Razzle. Like Razzle. Like Razzle Dazzle. Yes. Um, she was awesome. Uh, yeah. Definitely uh, It's awesome funny guest. because I kind of want to like 
touch base with her for like work purposes. <laughs> like go like hang out with her in LA and stuff. Like yeah, no, she know. was she was awesome. Loves beer. Uh, you know, loves the uh, the entertainment. And I'm sure she'd industry. hang out with us if we went out there too. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely awesome girl. Uh, actually, uh, one of my favorite guests that we've had on. That definitely a different guest. Um, you know, not a porn star, not a uh, you know, not a comedian, uh, not a big drinker. Uh, just a cool. Actually, she was a big drinker, but uh, just a cool guest. But uh, anyway, let's move forward because we're on a time crunch. Yeah. Utah. Two beers that is, and of course we're drinking. I'm drinking an awesome beer uh, by Kuka. Actually, uh, it's uh, Aldine Brewing Company. Aldine Brewing Company. I think the beer is called Kuka. It's a blonde ale, six point five percent ABV. Very, very good beer for for a uh, Belgian style beer. I really like this. I do recommend it. And uh, Cassie is drinking an amazing beer. Cassie, what are you? I'm drinking? drinking something very special. And props to my sister and her boyfriend for bringing us a four pack of it because you can't really get it. But I'm drinking Heady Topper by the Alchemist. Yes. And if you are a beer fan, um, you know you what know Hedy what Heady Topper is. Heady Topper is like the uh, what the Jesus Christ. Of it's beer. it's one of those beers that like people just search for, and it's 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 like definitely worth searching for. Like if uh, beer was reality TV, Heady Topper would be the Kardashians. Right. Yes, it is the is the beer. Uh, so she's very lucky to be drinking that. I'm jealous. Not that well, the beer I'm have, drinking is not more. good. We have some more here for but, you. Uh, very jealous that she's drinking that. But um, anyway, folks, every show we play a drinking game where you folks listening and watching at home can play along as well. We have a drinking word of the night, and every time that word is said, you drink. Now, going along with the 16 inches of snow that we have on the ground, tonight's drinking phrase is ice boners. Ah. An example of that word is after the show, I'm going to stick my unit into the into the snow and treat Cassie to some ice bonus. Oh, oh drink. And Cassie, do you have an example? <laughs> She's laughing before the example. Every time I watch porn, I hope I can catch an ice boner. Oh, I don't know. What kind of porn are you watching that you hope you catch an ice boner? I don't know. Oh, drink. Ice boner porn? Oh, <laughs> oh drink. Uh, I'm counting, and Cassie's missed two sips there on the uh, on the drinking horn. Um, so before our next guest calls in, what we're going to do is we're going to get to the Bloody Mary taste test now. Quickly, quickly, because we have five minutes. It's okay. Four we, minutes. We can finish when the, when they're done. Okay. Okay, so if we get started and we have Murphy's call in, we can just interrupt it and finish. Got it. Calm. Calm. You should have snorted your Xanax before we started the show. Just relax. I don't take Xanax. Um, the Z. Uh, uh, just kidding. Stop. <laughs> See, go! I always say this about go! Cassie. If she was a go! teacher, I'd write her a love letter Shut and she would up! correct just it. talk. All right. So we have five different Bloody Mary mixes that we're going to taste um, here. And all the vodka is the same for every Bloody Mary that I mix. It's all uh, absolute pepar. So uh, it goes well with a Bloody Mary. Um, we have Powell and um, – oh, God, I didn't read my handwriting here. Powell and Mahones. Uh, we have Mr. and Mrs. Uh, T. Uh, we also have uh, – we have two of Murphy's who's calling in a minute. We have his regular mix and his spicy mix. Um, and we also have um, – what is it? MCI? Um, MCI mix. Um, okay. Which is uh, – which is, uh, I, I guess, a mix. I may be mispronouncing I that. I don't know. I, I don't know. You probably can't read your fucking handwriting. Probably. Anyway, we have five different mixes. Now, we don't know what mix is each when we're tasting it. Right. So it's we're going to taste the Bloody blind. Mary. 
And then at the end, we're going we're gonna to see which one's the best and see which mix is what. So Cassie has the first one in her hand. Smells good. Um, smells good. Smells and bacon-y. Ca- Ca- Cassie's going to sip it. And uh, Cassie, uh, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all right. So not that good. Is it spicy No, all, it's not or? spicy. It's kind of flat. Okay, tastes like, let me say. Tastes like tomato juice. It's okay. I mean, um, it's not horrible. It's not there's horrible. not enough. There's not it's enough drinkable. Depth. If you're not a fan of a spicy mix, that's a good one. It's okay. Yeah, it's a little there's, watery. Yeah, there's not a lot of depth to it. Not a lot of depth to it. So, um, all right, let's pick up our second one here. Um, all right, Cassie, uh, let's so mix that. So, when I put the, I'm putting that. So, put an order of which one's better. Ooh, okay, so spicy. so this one you're mixing it around a little bit, and uh, what do you think of this one? Well, this one's really watery. I think it's because the ice is melting. Okay. All right. So, well, we, they've been sitting here for a half an hour. So, uh, sip it up. And um, she's drinking it. And what do you think? I like the other one better. Uh, what about me? Uh, oh, oh, okay. You, you like the other one better, huh? Yeah. That one's kind of watery and gross. This one's a little bit spicier than the other one. I actually like this one better really? than the first one. Yeah, let's put this one ahead of the other one on the ground. All right. so Because uh, I pride myself on being a Bloody Mary expert. I just feel like there's, I don't know. All right, so let's uh, let's tap this third one here. Uh, so far, Cassie's not very excited about this Bloody Mary taste test. Because <laughs> Cassie's, like, not getting anything except water. Okay, uh, all right, Cassie, taste this third one here. And, um, Ew, you, it just tastes like juice. It just tastes like juice? Like, like you tomato don't even, juice. You don't even taste like... Uh, nothing. Nothing. I probably should have done this Bloody Mary mix with somebody that loves Bloody Mary. I love Bloody Marys. They're watery, though, because of the ice. No, this one's spicy and good. I like this one. This one's very spicy <laughs> I don't and good. Anything. I, I, I like. I that probably blew my palate lot. out because of that. All right, so this probably. one goes in front. Yeah, I like that one the best so far. So put that one that that, that one first. All right, let's get to the uh, the fourth Bloody Mary that we got down there. Oh, actually, no. As that sits there, I like it better. Okay, as yeah. I'd oh, like, we have a caller. Oh, all right. So let's pick it up. And uh, hello, you're on uh, Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hi, Steve Murphy. Hi. Yes. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? How you doing? I think one of my bloody marriages is uh, one of them that you're trying. <laughs> yes, I mean two of them. I mean, well, yeah, no, we have well two of them all together. But so far, uh, we've tasted three, and I think one of them may be yours. Maybe. Um, yeah, that one is good after I it sits a little bit. In my yeah, mind. I mean, one of the issues is we made five bloody marys before the show started, and they're getting um, a little watery. Yeah. We've uh, we had a half an hour interview, so the ice melted down a little bit in uh, in them. But um, but you know we'll we'll find out which ones are yours because so far I think the one that I tasted that was yours uh, was my favorite. But um, now j- just to get a now you're you're Stephen Murphy. You're from you know Murph's famous Bloody Mary mix. We've been talking about you all week. I'm a humongous Bloody Mary fan, so I'm very excited about this interview. And uh, I just have some questions for you, buddy. Now. Um, How'd you get started in the uh, Bloody Mary mix business? <laughs> um, actually, uh, through just, well, it started this way. I had a family recipe that I was obviously passionate about and never thought anything entrepreneurial about it ever, ever. And I, you know, would just, you know, I, ever go, I'm sure you have a drinking show. So you've been to a tailgate once or twice in your life. Is that correct? Uh, of course. Yes. Okay. So at the tailgate, the guy who or the guy or gal who organizes that tailgate always gives assignments to people. All right, you got the, you got the steak and eggs, you, you got the sausage and your peppers. Murph, where's Murph? Murph, you're the Bloody Mary guy. 
So I, I was That's... always assigned that Bloody Mary assignment. And the night before, I'd always mix my blend passionately. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, when you show up to Taylor, the first thing you're going to do is, is drink a Bloody Mary. And then you'll move on to whatever beer, wine, whatever you're going to do the rest of the day. But I'd always get that initial feedback of, wow, this is really cool. You should bottle this. I thought I'd never, ever, ever do something like that ever. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> the more I heard it, the more I put thought into and looked at the industry. And I said, you know, if you really look at the, um, the bottle products that are on the shelf, they're, they're low quality. They don't look very good in the bottle. They have a lot of uh, preservatives and don't taste very well. So that was one. The second one was that the Bloody Mary Arena is not branded. For instance, name when's the first time or ever time you've ever walked up to, to a bar or a supermarket and you've looked actually for a Bloody Mary by name or by a brand. Very, very the, rare, yes. Very rare. And that was the two things that said, you know, that there's opportunity here. So I said, if I can make a very high-quality mix that people love the second they taste it and actually can refer to it by name, I think I have something here. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, because definitely because, uh, you know, I, I've always loved Bloody Marys. And typically when I go to the liquor store, it's always that generic Bloody Mary yeah. that's <laughs> that's like made by on the bottle of some dude that fought in like uh, 16th century England with a monocle. And it's just like what? it's just a terrible Bloody Mary mix. I think, um, that was so, Major, I think you're referring to Major Peters, but yes. <laughs> yeah, Major Peters. Yeah, Major go to the bathroom right away. All I, I ever see is stuff. the Tabasco one. Yeah, oh yeah, the, the classic Tabasco right. one, which I think is part of our taste test here, which it, might be the I one that so. you drank and almost fell out the window there. <laughs> I was um, like, Ew. Now, I know you guys are supposed to be answering the question, but who who arranged, I know your husband and wife, but who arranged the blind taste test? How did that happen? Well, I mean, we, we, we knew you were going to be on the show, and we and, you know we have two of your mixes uh, in-house. So uh, Cassie went out. He always buys the, the liquor for the show, and she just uh, picked up a couple of other uh, Bloody Mary mixes. And we're just going to blind taste test them and, uh, you know, and, and see which ones are the best. Uh, and we've never tasted your mix before, so... Um, you know, we're, we're, we're just gonna, we're just gonna see, uh, and, and okay, yours cool. probably is going to end up finish, finish, finishing first and second, I think. I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, what now, now I, I know you have two mixes and, and I know the answer to this question, but obviously people that are listening don't, but what are the, uh, varieties of Bloody Mary mix that you currently have? Well, I had the first product I came out with, uh, was a Murph original. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, a typical Bloody Mary mix with a little bit of a kick to it. You know, a little mm-hmm. bit of a kick. And again, I'm, I'm a big consumer feedback guy. Um, being entrepreneurial in this business, like, you know, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Constantly, what do you think? To everybody. And everyone's like, Murph, you know, I, I look, and they'd be honest with me. They say, listen, Murph, we like your mix. We love your mix. It's just, I just like things more hotter and spicier. So that, that was like, ding, 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 ding. All right, Murph, mm-hmm. come out with a Murph hot and spicy, which really is a, a hotter and spicier version of the, the original mix. Gotcha. All right. So you have like kind of like a, a <laughs> spicy and not that spicy. Correct. Correct. And I, I know what you're talking about because there is some mornings that I do want that over the top spiciness in my Bloody Mary. And then there is those days where I just want the nothing that's going to like uh, burn out my, my mouth so I can actually drink a lot of Bloody Mary. So, so yeah, um, you know, there is it's always good to have one or the other uh, available to you. Um, so that's, so that's good stuff. Now, um, 
Now, we, we, uh, we see that you've won a bunch of awards uh, for your Bloody Mary mix, and you've actually made appearances on TV. Um, what awards have you won, and uh, you know, what shows has your mix aired? Well, the awards I won, because uh, I, 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 I attend a lot of hot sauce festivals, um, because it's not many, many Bloody Mary festivals or trade shows or festivals. So I, mm-hmm. I consider myself a cousin, like a, like a second or third cousin to the Hot Sauce Arena, um, because that's, that is such an artisan food category that is just exploding. People love hot sauce. So I go to a lot of their shows because, you know, it, there is hot sauce in my, in my product. And mm-hmm. at those shows, I get, a, I get approached by periodicals, one being um, uh, the hot sauce... Hold on, I'm looking at it right now. Let me just count. <laughs> One being the Hot Pepper Awards. You know, they come and they say, listen, send in your product. We do it once a year. We, we, we mostly, ju- we mostly uh, judge on, on Bloody Mary, uh, excuse me, hot, hot sauce mixes, but we do have a category for Bloody Marys. So I would, mm-hmm. I would just send it in like anything. Chili Pepper Magazine said the same thing to us. And so I just every year we'd send it in, and then I'd say I would say how many entries are there? They'd say there's 12 this year, there's 14 this year, or there's you know 15 this year. And I was fortunate enough for to win or finish either second or third place in almost every award I sent my bottle into. Awesome, awesome. Well, that says a lot right there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I was once a uh, a seat filler at the a seat filler at the Tony Awards. And I accidentally okay. was sweeped on stage, uh, like when, when the one group won, uh, you know, and they announced the winner was actually on stage. I was on TV, and I actually got to keep the Tony Award. Uh, so I have a Tony Award, which is just <laughs> awesome, and I've you never been to play. You, you and Kramer from Seinfeld. Yes! 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 <laughs> I love it! You're the second person <laughs> ever, ever in the Seinfeld in three reference. years. Uh, I mean, uh, that was an easy one. <laughs> oh, we're, uh, and then later in the episode, he was at the uh, what was the exclusive club in New York City where they said we want a Tony. You have to wear a jacket, and um, and he yeah. was talking with a bunch of people, and the, the one of the producers actually came over. Um, yeah. And uh, the only re- the only way he let him keep the award is if he fired Raquel Welch. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. I love that. Right. I love when people get the reference. Yeah, it's, it's only yeah. been you and uh, comedian Dan Soder, the only that's two. It. Two people. <laughs> yeah, Utah. <laughs> that's awesome. But that's uh, awesome. and back to your second part of your your question. Uh, not um, the t- the way the TV came in is uh, there's a lot of out- outside the box thinking with my brand. And I didn't want to be a Me Too product. I think you guys, I think kind of you know that going in, like, oh, this guy's a Murph, he puts his picture on the label, it's, you know, it's kind of a little, it's not outrageous, but it's still, it's not a typical packaging that you would mm-hmm. see in the Bloody Mirror arena. And with everything that's going on in the food world, the, you know, the, and I'm sure in, in what you mostly cover, the craft beer world, just the mm-hmm. explosion that's actually going on right now, is this media out there that wants to cover these stories. And they want something different. They want something good and unique. And uh, I had the opportunity to be on Kathy Lee and, and uh, uh, Kathy and Hoda. Kathy Lee and Hoda, it's one of their favorite products. Uh, Fox and Friends I did, which was a pretty cool thing, uh, the, right, the Saturday before the Super Bowl last year. And for the local PIX11, I did a nice gig. And, and these videos are all up on my website at MERSFamous.com where you can refer to them and uh, – Look at that. They're not typical segments. They're kind of fun, energetic segments. Well, Kathy Lee's a good one to go on to because all they do is drink on that show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
target audience. <laughs> I need that job. Seriously. Yeah, sit there all day and drink friggin' wine? I mean, right. Jesus Christ. I mean, I wouldn't drink wine, but... Oh, yeah, I wouldn't drink wine either, but... Drink I, all day? Exactly. Yeah, well, Two hours or whatever yeah. they're on. I'd be drinking some Murph's Bloody Mary mix all day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, um, makeup <laughs> and wine, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, hey, uh, is there a vodka that you, uh, like, specifically would like recommend or uh, vodka that you think we should use for your bloody Mary mix or is it kind of open or? Well, it's open. Like I, I kind of have a funny, I've been asked that question a million times. So I have a funny response, like a funny, like canned response. Like, Hey, any vodka is good with the Murph until you pay me to say something different. You know, that's my canned response. Mm-hmm. But there is actually a, a, a real vodka that I, tr- from, from my perspective, I truly believe is the best vodka. And that vodka is actually smeared off. So, and I'll tell you why. Smirnoff's, um, you know, and that's not even considered a high-end vodka, but but it's got a very coaly, the the finish in the distillery, they do it in a very cold, woody sort of fashion. It's got a cold sort of, like, woody, smoky, smoky taste to it. So that Mm -hmm. blends or marries with a Bloody Mary other than, better other, excuse me, better than any vodka that that I've ever had. But, you know, everything's up for opinion, you know? Right. Right. I mean, I I generally like the uh, the absolute pepper because um, you know okay. cause the, obviously the the pepper uh, taste to it. Bacon vodka is really good in Bloody Marys. Well, too. bacon vodka, of course, um, and yep. uh, a lot of the times I'll go with Tito's. Tito's is actually pretty good. Uh, and too, zombie but, apocalypse. Yeah, uh, and there's actually a vodka out of New York called Zombie Apocalypse Vodka. I don't know if you've ever had the pleasure no. of trying that, but uh, no, it's an amazing that, vodka. But, yeah, vodka's yeah, very good, very good. Um, actually, uh, did you ever hear of this vodka? It goes great with uh, Bloody Marys. It's called Ice Boners. Oh, <laughs> drink! Ice Boners vodka. <laughs> 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 All right, moving on. We we noticed that there um, there are a bunch of recipes that you can actually make with your mix besides uh, besides drinks. Uh, what what yeah. are what are some of those recipes? Well, that, that again, that all came back from the consumers. That that wasn't like me, you know, in my office, like let me think of another thing to do with my mix. You know, mm-hmm. people would say, you know, and again, not not just something like a broken record. Everybody wants a new item to cook with or marinate with or, you know, different flavor to their food. You know, the foodies of this world, again, the food explosion that's going on in this country. And people would say, Murph, I cook with this. I use it on wings. I use it for sauces. I use it on gazpacho. I cook my meatloaf with it. You know, I, I you know, when anytime I need a little tomato flavor, because your, your mix is, according to some people, your mix is delicious and, I, and it's mm-hmm. all natural. It's no preservatives. I don't mind you having other uses for it. So through that, I developed a recipe card, and you know that I hand out at trade shows because sometimes people, you know, they they drink a bottle of Bloody Marys, they they drink only half of it because the, the typical right. Bloody Mary drinker is one or two. You know, I never met anybody who said this is my seventh one. You know, I never that's, met that guy. That's correct. It's usually in the morning or early afternoon, Look. and they have one or two, and they kind of view it as a kind of a hair over the dog type of thing. Correct. And, uh, Correct. Once they get once they get out of that zone, they switch to beer or whatever else they drink. Correct. So here's this bottle of my product or anybody else's product for that matter hanging on the refrigerator for a week or two, like what, staring at you. And with my product, because it's so tomatoey and it's got a sauce-like finish to it, 
mm-hmm. um, people like Murph, you know what? I, I you know, listen, no offense, I, you know, I was sick of drinking, you know, Bloody Mary, so I used it to make meatloaf with. And so that kind of how it just self-evolved into a sauce or, or, or secondary use. So, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, now, now uh, for people listening out there, where can we actually get your uh, Bloody Mary mix? Okay, well, it, it's, it's distributed in 27 states at this point in time. Um, so you can go to my website at www.murphsfamous.com. Murphs is spelled M-U-R-P-H-S, mm-hmm. famous.com. And then there's a store finder. You know, you just put your zip code in. But uh, I could say I, I know you're, you, you have a, do you have just a Jersey audience or is your audience national? How would you describe um, your audience? I would, I would say national. We've got a lot of Virginia, okay. California. We're, yeah, I mean, if you look at our listener, I mean, we're 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 in Jersey. We um, our studios out of L.A. Um, you know, a majority of our listeners are in like the Philly, Virginia area. We're just all over. Yeah, the we're place. all over the place. We're just all over the place. <laughs> okay, okay, good, good, good. Because in Jersey, there's Stop and Shop. Uh, it's in every Stop and Shop. For Philly people, Weiss's markets. For Northern Pennsylvania people, Topps's markets. Uh, Florida, there's a place, there's a, about 150 stores called ABC Liquors. They're in there. Just to name a few, just kind of getting in, in Long Island where I live. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, King, there's King Cullen. There's Stop and, uh, well, again, Stop and Shop. Uh, all, through the, all through the New England area, there's Stop and Shop. We're in every Stop and Shop store. Um, we just, it's funny you said about the West Coast, we just, did a show, and I kind of mentioned to you guys through email that I was traveling. I just did the fancy food show out in San Francisco. Okay. Uh, where, we met a, where we met a ton of buyers from major supermarkets, uh, in, in, you know, from like the West Coast. If you're in Missouri, we're in Schnucks. Um, but up until like three days ago, we, were, we went as far as west as Kansas City. But after we met a bunch of these buyers that are in, you know, all, all throughout the West Coast, Bevmo being one of them. Um, Albertsons being another, uh, obviously there's Kroger's, I'm not in Kroger's yet, but they mm-hmm. all, they all had an interest in Merce Famous and want to take it in. So I'm almost certain within the next three to, cause it takes time within the next three to six months, we're going to be on the shelves in a lot of the West coast stores as well. Sweet. Sweet. Awesome. Awesome. Um, now last question for you. I mean, do you have any, uh, new products, uh, in the works like, uh, new mixes or, or anything like that? Not necessarily new mixes, uh, and this is not even, this is almost like a week old. We have single serve Murphs. Uh, the same, nice. same two, yeah, same, same. Um, I know we should guys had a picture of it, and maybe I'll, you know, I'll do. I'll eat tomorrow. I'll eat, I'll, I'll, Cassie, I'll email you a picture of the, uh, okay. the single serve. But um, not nothing new out of the Bloody Mary arena, but more of a convenience product. We came out with the single serve. Uh, regular and the singles are hot and spicy. Nice. Uh, look at, kind, kind, kind of like a can, like a, a canned Bloody Mary kind no, of type no, of thing? It's or? not a can because my, my processing is a hot fill, so a can doesn't really work for me. Okay. So it's, still a, it's still a bottle. It's almost like a junior bottle to the one that we Like that a I pony bottle. Like, like, a, like yeah. a little pony bottle. I, I got you. Okay. For, I, a, Mur- a Murph. A Murph Mini. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mini Murph. There you go. Nice, nice. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. All right, well, I, I really appreciate you calling in. Uh, you know, we're going to finish up this uh, taste test, and I'm sure uh, your mixes are going to win because, uh, to be honest with you, the, the other mixes that we got to compete just with yours generic stuff. <laughs> are just generic pieces of shit ones. So <laughs> I'm sure you'll win. <laughs> so, um, but 
But uh, like I said, I, Bloody Mary is my besides beer. Bloody Mary is my favorite drink. Uh, I drink it all the time. So I'm very excited to talk to you. And um, you know, this like I said, tonight's the first time I'm tasting your mix, and I'm, I'm sure you've gotten a big fan right here. And uh, I encourage uh, all our listeners to uh, to definitely get out there, uh, find your stuff, and uh, and try it out. And uh, and thank you very much, man. Thank thank you very much for calling in. Well, I I certainly appreciate being on your show. I was excited as well. Um, I, I hope you do become a believer. We have, one last plug before I uh, exit your program. Sure. We, we have a um, we have a uh, saying at Murphs: one sip, one believer. Which really, I'm, I'm kind of you know, in a way, a little bit in a subtle way challenging the you know the consumer. Hey, listen, take one sip of my product, and I I'm, I'm staying. I'm telling you, you're going to become a believer, and it's working. So I appreciate you guys and, 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 and getting my word and my message out. So the feeling is very mutual from our end, and thank you. No problem. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. Okay, guys. Have a great night. All right. You See too. You. Mendez out. Okay. All right, folks. Uh, great. Uh, awesome. Uh, yeah. And, but we're uh, at the end of the show. We're at the end of the show. Did we taste all the Bloody Mary We mixes? did taste all the Bloody Mary mixes. What was the number one? The number one was... I can't. Let me see. I'll be able to tell you. The number one Bloody Mary mix that we tasted today um, was uh, was Murphy's. It was actually Murphy's uh, regular mix. Really? Yeah. It was Murphy's regular mix. And what was number two? Number two? Was um, the, 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 our second favorite was Murphy's spicy mix. So there you go. Awesome. It is solved. Murphy's is definitely the best out of any generic Bloody Mary mix that you can get. I know we well, got they're not generic, but you know what I mean. Out of any um, Bloody Mary mix you can get. We, have, we really have like one minute left. Pop's going to come on real quick. He's going to say his piece. Go, 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 Pops, go. Black Puppet comes on, says his piece, and leaves. Quick. And I'm going to leave the mic, and uh, when, I leave, when, I leave, when I come back, the show might not even be on. Yo! Yo, Yo what up, crackers? Hi, Yo, what up? Uh, hey, hey! How does a black How does a black woman fight crime? How she gets an abortion? Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah! <That's> bad. <laughs> so I see that um, I, I I I I see that uh, Spike Lee and his bakaki glasses and uh, Jada Pinkett Berry Smith, whatever the hell her name is, are banning the Oscars. Okay, because of the lack of black people nominated for awards. Too many hockeys are winning. I think that's the problem. But, you know, Pops isn't mad about that. Uh, black people are just so selfish. Pops is mad about the lack of <laughs> puppet nominations. Yeah. Like the video I made where I raped the tube of toothpaste because it whitens? That's racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> that video should have been nominated. Why are you raping toothpaste? Because anyway. it whitens. Okay. Pops love rape. <laughs> or uh, the time on what? video that Pop pooped in a bag of marshmallows Ew. to even it out. Fueling a fucking bag that Hunky loves those hockey treats. <laughs> All right, Pops, you got to wrap it up. Okay, sir. okay, okay. Pops is going to wrap it up. Uh, so I'm just going to say one joke to leave. Why is it better to be black than gay? What? Because what? when you're black, you don't have to tell your parents. Oh, oh man, my gosh. Out. <laughs> All right, folks, so let's uh, wrap back. it up. Pops ran out. So uh, uh, we're going to be off next week. Yeah, and we're back in February, and we're gonna have uh, a bunch of awesome, awesome guests. We're gonna have a winner of our fantasy football league calling yes. in, Tom Murray. We'll be on here live again. Have, uh, we have a, in a row. We have a bunch of porn stars lined up. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh, thank you very much for listening in January. And it's thank been an you. awesome. 
kick off to 2016, I want to thank Murph's Bloody Mary Mix for calling right. and in. Stuart Brazel and I want to for thank uh, Stuart Brazel for calling in. She was an awesome guest. And thank you very much, much folks. And uh, drink, drink on. on. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio.